from Wall Street to the White House. This is the Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. And we welcome to the show Phil Flynn, the Price Futures Group. He's senior account executive and author of the Energy Report. You'll see Mr. Flynn on Fox Business all the time. Phil, welcome to the show. Uh, Larry, be- thanks for having me. Oh, no, of course, it wouldn't be any fun talking about Russia and uh, the Ukraine and Joe Biden's restrictions on fossil fuel without getting an oil report. Actually, it's it's. Um, so let me just see. Uh, West Texas at ninety two bucks. Brent at ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, natural gas four forty eight. Uh, I don't know where AAA gasoline was about three fifty. I think. Uh, that's right. Three fifty-five, like something like that. Something like that. Yeah, and and with a bullet, I think it's going to keep going. Yeah. So what's your yeah? T- so talk to us about the, you know, oil and gasoline implications of what we're seeing. I mean, it's interesting. We had General Keene was just on. You know, the Russians are having a hard time uh, taking over Kiev. I mean, this is not going to be easy. Going to be much harder than they thought. Uh, I'm I'm interested just as an observer that the oil market has not yet exploded. Now, you know, 92 is high enough. Uh, and I was thinking if we, if we were pumping 13, 14 million barrels a day, it would be lower than that. But I'll leave that analysis up to you. Where are things going, Phil Flynn? I think you're absolutely right, Larry. And it's just amazing the, the, the courage um, and the, uh, the strength of the Ukraine people. I mean, it's just absolutely... Uh, an inspiration to everybody, right, to fight for liberty and freedom and stand up. And, um, you know, their prayers are definitely with us. Uh, But this is one of the first wars, I think, that has been driven. It isn't the first war. We've had other wars driven by bad energy policy. And Mm. and this is a shame. We put ourselves into this position. uh, Well, Europe did as well by becoming more dependent on Russia for supply. Um, you know, the Green New Deal, get off energy, you know, and, you know, become more dependent on wind and solar. Uh, and Vladimir Putin saw that. And, you know, he saw the pullback in U.S. oil and gas production as a retreat from the United States, which I believe emboldened him to become more aggressive um, and really march on Ukraine, because let's face it, he's the the pusher for for energy he controls energy in europe and if you control energy in europe you have a lot of power you know that is a really big point go back there's history here um putin went in and took georgia in 2008 where oil prices skyrocketed i mean i think the high was about 150 bucks but they had been rising all that year you know, as we went into the financial meltdown, he took Georgia. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then um, for a whole bunch of years, uh, you didn't really hear from him. Uh, oil prices started to come back down, but then he came back uh, and went into Belarus when oil prices jumped again. Um I was about 2014. I don't know. Oh, no, he took Crimea in 2014, and I think oil was Correct. close to $100 a barrel, Phil. Mm-hmm. Then we didn't. Oil comes back down. The frackers, you know, the fracking revolution starts to get really hot. Um, oil comes way down into the, I think, at one point, $25 or so. Um, then he went back. You know, we didn't really hear from the guy. We didn't hear from him during the Trump years. 
as the fracking continued, oil was well, 50, 60 bucks, 70 bucks, but you know, nothing too heavy. And now here we are at 100 bucks and the guy's back. You know, it, you're it, absolutely right. And it's, it, kind of, it kind of goes, if you factor out, I, you know, I know the pandemic and so forth, but more or less, Phil Flynn, I see it. Oil went from $50 to $100 or close to it in round numbers. And he's back. So, you know, he's making money. He's profiting off of our stupidity. As the, the Green New Deal, it was a big setback. That's a really important point. Really important point. It really is. And I mean, if you look at energy as parts of World War, it's, I mean, listen, one of the reasons why Japan attacked, you know, Pearl Harbor was because, you know, we cut off their oil supply. Right. And now, you know, Germany, uh, you know, has sold their soul to Vladimir Putin with this Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was warned by, by you and, and the, the Trump administration, don't do it. You yep. know, this is a big mistake. Uh, but 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 it appears that they don't understand the importance of reliable energy, um, and, and Putin does. He realizes his strongest weapon that he has is oil and gas, and he's used it magnificently uh, as a deterrent to being attacked. And, and now we have to, you know, even as he is attacks a, a sovereign nation, we have to keep sending him money. Uh, otherwise, he can turn off the lights on off in Europe. It's just nuts. Yeah, it is nuts. That's, you know, my view is, Drill, drill, drill. That'll get the price down, and and we need to sanction their central bank, stop the payment system, not the SWIFT system, but the central bank. Anyway, Phil Flynn, uh, it's hard for either of us to figure out the military story, uh, but what is your uh, near-term outlook for oil and, and hence gasoline? Well, you know, there's two major things, and, and I'm afraid uh, that one of them could be another major policy mistake by the Biden administration in Europe. I, I think this price spike that we're seeing in Europe that's causing prices to go through the roof because of their dependence on Russia is going to force them into a bad deal with Iran, right? Oh. And if they get forced into this deal, they're going to give a, another terrorist nation um, you know, the president of Iran is a, a noted terrorist, mm-hmm. uh, you know, more money and support. Now, that may bring down prices temporarily, but I don't think that's a great move because that's going to cause big problems down the road. Right now, we have a target on WTI of about $100 a barrel average. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brent, uh, about 110 mm-hmm. um, And we're expecting what could be the biggest relief for, from the global strategic petroleum reserves It'll cool off prices a little bit, but it won't solve bad energy policy. Mm-hmm. What would that? Yeah, what do we have in there? Uh, Six hundred fifty million barrels. What's what's in there? Well, they've been giving it away lately. I tell you, they've been drawing it down. In fact, the supplies in the strategic reserve, um, I believe, are at the lowest level since two thousand eight. Hmm. And for years, we have been using the strategic reserve not for its original purpose. Uh, but basically for a political piggy bank. You know, right. I think under the Obama administration, they cut a deal, you know, for funding uh, to for green energy projects. Um, and we have drawn down, I think, to the lowest level since 2008. I don't have the exact number in front of me, but mm. it's it's it continues to be released. Uh, we released three million barrels last week uh, mm. uh, from the reserve, and we're going to continue to do so. You're supposed to buy low and sell high. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, I think that's, I, I, that's what I, Trump, I, that's how he looked at Spro. He thought it was his own little oil portfolio. And did. when oil he prices crashed, he said, he told all, he said, um, and, and NEC handled that traffic. So he would say to me, come on, get, get energy department to start buying. <laughs> this oil has dropped down and the frackers were fracking like crazy. Absolutely. He was a great trader. I'm telling you, buy the low, he'd be selling the high. You know, well, but, you know, the other thing I think that, that Trump did fantastic is he had a good relationship with Saudi Arabia, even though, you know, they're not the right. greatest guys to deal with. But right. but listen, they have their uh, finger on the spigot. And mm. when Trump tweeted, you know, I used to say, you know, Donald Trump can't tweet more oil out of the ground. I was wrong. He did. You know, he tweeted to Saudi Arabia, you better, you better raise production or you're going to have problems. And sure enough, they listen to them. They don't listen to President Biden. You know, they are ignoring President Biden. Right. Part of it is because he won't acknowledge Crown Prince Ben Salman. I don't like him. You don't like him. Right. But if you want OPEC to work with OPEC, you're going to have to call him. Yeah, I mean, we had what I would call correct and professional relations with them. Uh but exactly. no, they're they're not our people, and um, and it's always a problem. Let me go back to your Iranian point. You you figure uh, Europe and the U.S. Uh, will try to make a deal with Iran and let and that will permit them to. So we will be taking the sanctions off, is what you're saying, and they can print more oil and get paid for it. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that, yeah. you know, they're, they're, we've been hearing, you know, tweets this week that, you know, we're on the verge of a deal. It's, you know, we're, we're at the finish line. Mm. Um, expectations are that they could immediately add anywhere from 700,000 barrels to a million barrels of oil a day. Um, they have a lot of oil in storage that they could send to South Korea. South Korea mm. is already, you know, sending, getting their checks ready to be sent. Oh, um, but I'm afraid that this is just a desperation move and that they're going to give up too much uh, to this uh, oh, for sure. state. That's oh, a problem. for sure. Um, make a, ter- a bad deal it's under a the pressure idea. of what's happening in Ukraine. You see, we, could, we have – when Trump put sanctions – I got to get out, but Phil Flynn went yeah. – I was there in national security when Trump put the sanctions on Iran. We pulled out of the deal. We argued that the world was awash in oil because the frackers were fracking and we encouraged that. And we didn't give a damn about Iranian oil. They're a bunch of terrorists ruining the Middle East and Israel. But you're so right. That's a high risk. Anyway, Phil Flynn, thank you ever so much. I hope you come back on. Folks, we're going to take a break. I'm Larry Kudlow. We're going to do some stock market and economic work on the other side. Please stick around right here.